This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 8 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Senate passes same-sex marriage bill. We have the story. Congress moves to prevent a rail strike. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. A Missouri attorney and Kansas native has been nominated to become the next U.S. attorney in Kansas. I'm Dan O'Neill. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. You may want to grab the heavier coat on the way out the door this morning. It is cold, but we will see a warm-up the next several days, all the while staying dry. Our full forecast here in just a few minutes. Early reports of tornado damage overnight in Mississippi and Alabama suggest twisters wrecked numerous homes, destroyed a fire station, and ripped the roof off an apartment complex. More than 50,000 people are without power. Forecasters said today that the threat of supercells capable of all severe weather hazards continues in southern Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, and the Florida Panhandle. There have been no reports of fatalities, but emergency responders say they'll need to search in the daylight to make sure. Meanwhile... Heavy snow has snarled traffic in some parts of the upper Midwest. The Senate has passed a federal protection for same-sex marriage. A bipartisan vote gave final Senate approval to a bill codifying in the federal law same-sex marriage protections. What a great day. What a great day. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer prioritized the measure for the lame duck session, calling his vote personal. And the first people I will call when this bill passes, will be my daughter and her wife. A dozen Republicans joined Democrats to advance the bill after months of negotiations to include language supporters say will protect religious objections. The bill now goes back to the House for final approval. President Biden has signaled his support. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. Congress is moving swiftly to prevent a looming U.S. rail workers strike. Lawmakers are reluctantly intervening in a labor dispute to Stop what would surely be a devastating blow to the nation's economy if the transportation of uh, fuel, food, and other critical goods were disrupted. The House is expected to act first today. A former assistant prosecutor in Jackson County, Missouri, and a native of North Newton, has been nominated to be the next U.S. attorney for Kansas. The White House announced the nomination of Kate Brubacher on Tuesday. Brubacher worked at the Jackson County Prosecutor's Office from 2016 to August 22, where she prosecuted homicide cases, helped with a federally funded restorative justice program, and worked on efforts to reduce gun violence. Brubacher is a 2010 graduate of Yale Law School. She also graduated from Yale Divinity School and Stafford University. Before working in Jackson County, she was an associate at the law firm Cooley LLP in New York City. The U.S. Senate must confirm her nomination. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. Local governments are beginning to receive shares in federal court settlements of opioid abuse cases. Sedgwick County Commissioner Pete Meitner tells KNSS News. Now there's starting to be all these settlements from these major drug uh, disbursement and manufacturers. And so uh, we have received our first uh, disbursement, and I think Wichita might also. It's got, it's got rules about what you're supposed to do with it. That would be opioid-related uh, services and support. Meitzner commented during his weekly visit with Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. President Biden traveled to Michigan to discuss achievements 
nearly two years into his term from the american rescue plan to the infrastructure law to the chips act the president said a lot has been accomplished in two years speaking in bay city michigan he urged americans to not be discouraged that results aren't immediate it's going to accelerate in the months ahead and, and so many things you're going to find out what we've already done that we haven't been able to actually implement yet we're in the process of doing it. The president said during his appearance in Michigan that he aims to ensure there are no more flints, a reference to the tainted water crisis in that city, as part of his infrastructure goals. Gernal Scott, Fox News. KNSS News Time, now 8.04, four minutes past 8 o'clock. Just think one free throw could have made a big difference in the Wichita State-Missouri game last night. We'll talk about that coming up in sports. A New Hampshire man had to dig through a mountain of trash but he still managed to find the gold. That story coming up on the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. Wichita's number one talk, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. The KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted, 8.08 now. Eight minutes past 8 o'clock and a chilly 20 degrees. Authorities have released the name of a woman who died in a Hutchinson house fire earlier this month. Investigators say 88-year-old Cora Jackson was in her home November 15th when an electrical cord set her couch on fire. A dog was rescued from the fire. Attorneys for the Oath Keeper members convicted of seditious conspiracy for their roles on January 6th last year say they will appeal. A federal jury in Washington, D.C. convicted Oath Keeper founder Stuart Rhodes of seditious conspiracy along with co-defendant Kelly Meggs. Three other members were acquitted of that charge, but all five were convicted of obstructing Congress. One of Rhodes' attorneys, Ed Tarpley, said outside of court they were disappointed in the convictions. There was no evidence introduced to indicate that there was a plan to uh, attack the Capitol. Another attorney, James Bright, complimented federal prosecutors and the judge, but said they doubt this verdict would have been reached had this trial happened outside D.C., and they do plan to appeal. Prosecutors said text messages and videos showed Rhodes discussing rebellion and civil war and showed that he wanted to stop the transfer of presidential power that day. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. A Seattle man is sentenced to prison for attempting to join a foreign terrorist organization. A U.S. District Judge in Seattle sentences 22-year-old Elvin Hunter Bjorn Williams to four years in prison, followed by 15 years of supervised release for providing material support to a designated foreign terrorist organization. The Department of Justice says Williams was arrested last year attempting to fly to Egypt to join the Islamic State to engage in violent acts of terrorism in the Middle East or the U.S. According to a plea agreement, he told family members in 2020 he was already a member of ISIS and posted a Facebook video swearing an oath of loyalty to its leader. The judge, citing Williams' history of mental health difficulties for imposing a sentence far below the government's request of 15 years. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. A man in New Hampshire had to dig through a mountain of trash, but he did find gold. Kevin Butler didn't notice that his wife had just cleaned her wedding and engagement rings and wrapped them in a napkin to dry. He tossed out the napkin and took the trash to the transfer station in nearby Wyndham. Several hours later, Butler was made aware of his mistake and with the help of several sanitation workers and excavation equipment, began looking for what was essentially a needle in a 20-ton garbage haystack. Lucky for Butler and perhaps his marriage, he found the two rings under some carrot and sweet potato peelings still wrapped inside the napkin. Tom Graham, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 8-11. 11 minutes past 8 o'clock. 
And a traffic update here on the Wednesday morning commute. Uh, we've had fire crews on the scene of a possible fire reported in the 1100 block of North Pierce in the Riverside neighborhood. That's not far from Park Villa there in no, Riverside Park. Very close. I don't think there's much to this, but you'll probably see fire trucks on the scene there checking that out. The 1100 block of North Pierce in the Riverside neighborhood. KNSS traffic update brought to you by Joe DeBrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire. Located downtown in Market and Waterman, you can also go online at carlstire.com. It is your home for complete car care. Joe DeBrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire. And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We have a clear sky, cold start to the day here in Wichita. It'll be sunny with temperatures in the upper 30s around noontime, 42 later on this afternoon. Variable clouds overnight, Tarlow near 30, sunny and windy on Thursday with a high near 50, 67 by Friday. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. Now a clear sky, 20 degrees. We have a northwest wind at 8 miles per hour. Stephen 10 in the morning here on KNSS. Yesterday's high temperature, 53 degrees, but it, it cooled off during the day. Got down into the 30s, 40s. Uh, normal high for the day yesterday, 51. So uh, there you go. And today, it's another chilly, chilly day. Today is uh, Wednesday, November uh, 30th, 2022. On this date in 2004, Jeopardy fans saw Ken Jennings end his 74-game winning streak as he lost to real estate agent Nancy Zerg. Finally missed. Ken Jennings. And then he wound up being the host of Jeopardy. Well, a co-host, anyway. Yeah. He's, he's an executive producer of the show. Is that right? Yeah. He's, I mean, like, he's, he's like the man in charge now. I mean, he's Yeah, he's like the boss man. Yeah. Wow. Well, he's made a, a good career out oh, of it. Oh, he sure has. No doubt about he that. He's smart. Mm. All right, just keep you up to, up to date on what's going on uh, in, uh, well, I wouldn't call it the world of entertainment, but I suppose it is. Court documents show that Kim Kardashian and Ye have reached a settlement in their divorce, averting a trial that had been set for next month. The former couple... And their attorneys filed documents asking for a judge's approval of terms they have agreed upon, including $200,000 per month child support payments oh. from Ye, wow. formerly known as Kanye West, to Kardashian. The two will have joint custody, and neither will pay the other's spousal support, according to the documents filed in Los Angeles Superior Court. The judge declared the two legally single at Kardashian's request in March, ending their eight-year marriage. But issues of property and custody remained that were to be worked out in a trial starting December 14th. Now, the two have four children whose ages range from three to nine years old. And I'm sure that there were a lot of uh, Kim Kardashian fans out there who are kind of concerned about you know, that she would be okay. And it looks like she is going to be okay as far as the finances are. Not going to be uh, looking for money. Yeah. yeah. Hey, just got the report of a uh, reckless driver eastbound on Kellogg from Edgemore, all over in every lane, driving off the roadway, all over the place. Wow. So watch out for that reckless driver. And you had one a while ago of a... Eastbound lanes of Kellogg near Edgemore. Yeah, it's one a while ago, somebody in the, in the long, wrong lanes of traffic, the oncoming traffic. That was the same That was near sort Kellogg of and Woodlawn. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Kind of crazy out on East, East Kellogg this morning, so keep an eye out there. We'll keep you posted as best we can. A program offering cash and free outdoor ad- adventures to remote workers to move to West Virginia with the hope of offsetting population losses has welcomed 143 new residents in the year since it was launched. The public-private program, Ascend West Virginia, 
said it has added a fourth destination where out-of-state workers can apply to live. Applications are being accepted immediately for the Elkins area in the northeastern part of the state. Elkins is on the western edge of the Monongahela National Forest. Beautiful state. Within reasonable distance of skiing and golf resorts. The town of about 6,900 residents hosts the Mountain State Forest Festival every fall. Under the remote worker program, successful applicants will receive $12,000 along with free passes to indulge in whitewater rafting, golf, rock climbing, horseback riding, skiing, and zip lining. The full relocation package is valued at more than $20,000. Why is West Virginia losing population? Well, it's, as far as uh, they got the mining, which is, is, is coal mining, West Virginia, yeah. I've been through there once, and it's, you're it's right. Gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Beautiful it's a, it's state. A, physically, it's a beautiful state, but I just don't think there's a lot there to, uh, you know, for people to, to earn money, <laughs> I guess. Maybe that's the problem. Yeah. And, uh, of course, if, if they don't have a – do they have a major sports team? No. Oh, they're like us. They have minor league baseball. Yeah, they they got, got a big, huge state university. Yeah. I mean, West Virginia. They got as much they, as Kansas does. Yeah, people knocking on the door, eager to get in there, right? All right, Alden State in uh, 1782, the United States and Britain signed preliminary peace articles in Paris for ending the Revolutionary War, and the Treaty of Paris was signed in September of 1783, so mm, nine, ten months later. But you had to go back and forth. You had to take the terms back to the U.S. to get them approved by Congress, and then da-da-da-da. Yeah, and you're going by ship. You're going by ship. Yeah, That's the only way to do it. It's, it takes some time when you do it that way. Excuse me. That's one of the things we have. We have such, we're so spoiled. Immediate, immediate yeah. uh, communication in which our modern didn't world. Didn't have back then. Which they didn't have then. All right, Ted. It's eight seventeen. Stephen Ted of the morning. Sports time on this Wednesday morning. We had a big basketball game out at Coke Arena last night. Yeah, right, Ted. Woodward? Interesting things going on at Coke. <laughs> Wichita State hosting undefeated Missouri. Seventy four hundred fans on hand to see a game that went back and forth, and it would come down to just who made some free throws at the end. Unfortunately, it was not the Shocks. Wichita State did have a 10-point lead with five minutes to go and could not hold on. The Shockers will shake their heads about this one when they think about 20 turnovers. Missouri only had 12, so that's eight extra possessions from Missouri right there. The Shockers missed eight free throws, shot under 50% from the line. So they'll regret that as well. One more free throw somewhere would have made the difference. Yeah, the Shockers sure. missed three free throws in the final minute of regulation. Any one of those could have given the Shocks the lead and not even sent the game into overtime. Shocks didn't seem to have much gas left in the overtime period. It was all Missouri, pretty much. Missouri beats the Shockers 88-84 in overtime. After the game, comments from Shocker head coach Isaac Brown. They started to press. We turned it over here and there. They started to get to the cup, get layups. Um, the free throw line tonight, we were 6 for 14 from the free throw line, and that's just the difference in the game. But we didn't rebound like I thought we should. You know, they got a lot of second shots. But great effort on their part. Our guys continue to grow, continue to get better, and they'll never stop working. Shocker defense, I mean the Missouri defense, had 16 steals. That's the most by a Shocker opponent in 29 years. Shockers also did not rule the rebounding category. Missouri had 15 offensive rebounds. So, wow. Close game, but the Shockers will... Lament the things that they didn't quite take care of last night. 88-84 in overtime was the final score. Missouri remains undefeated at 8-0, but the home loss, the Shockers fall to 4-3 on the season.
There are only 18 teams that are still undefeated. One of those is Kansas State, the Wildcats, under their new head coach, Jerome Tang, off to a 6-0 start. And the Wildcats have an interesting game tonight. They are in Indianapolis at historic Hinkle Fieldhouse, taking on Butler. K-State and Butler as part of the Big 12 Big East battle. That'll tip off at 5.30 p.m. You might remember the last time these teams met. It was in the Elite Eight of the NCAA tournament 13 years ago. The winner went to the Final Four, and the winner of that game was Butler. K-State and Butler tonight in Indianapolis. That'll tip off at 5.30 p.m. as the Wildcats look to stay undefeated. Indianapolis is also the opponent tonight for the Wichita Thunder, a team from Indianapolis anyway. The Wichita Thunder is hosting the Indy Fuel 7.05 tonight downtown at Intrust Bank Arena. These teams are both in second place in their divisions, and this is the only time they will play in the entire season. So you got the Thunder and the Indy Fuel 7.05 tonight downtown. The Wichita State women's basketball team is home tonight at Coke Arena. The Shocker Ladies will tip off at 6 o'clock tonight hosting Denver as the Pioneers make their first visit here to Wichita. The Shocker women are on a four-game winning streak right now. They have not lost a home game yet. 6 o'clock tonight at Coke Arena. We'll be talking pro football tonight on the weekly edition of the Chiefs Kingdom Show, hosted by the play-by-play voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, Mitch Holtis. That'll be at 6 o'clock tonight. Chiefs are on a five-game winning streak. Now they're getting ready to play three straight games on the road. Won't be home again until Christmas Eve. A lot to talk about tonight on the weekly edition of the Chiefs Kingdom Show. That'll be at 6 o'clock tonight on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. After that, we have some Juco men's basketball action tonight. Butler Community College on the road visiting 11th-ranked Coffeyville. Coffeyville has not lost a home game yet this season. Butler is coming off back-to-back wins. Dennis Higgins will have live coverage of Butler basketball at 7.15 p.m., and that is tonight over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Soccer yesterday at the World Cup. United States beats Iran. U.S. men's national soccer team players walked onto the field knowing in Game 3 they needed a win. Starting strong with attempts on goal, Tim Weah went close before Christian Pulisic netted one 38 minutes in, with Weah nearly making it happen again at the stroke of halftime before it was ruled offside. Holding its lead through the end of the match, the U.S. is officially moving on to the next round and will take on the Netherlands next. Ahead of the game, activism over protests in Iran for women's rights overshadowed the lineup. In game one, Iran's players refused to sing the national anthem. The players tonight singing along. Had they not, their families had reportedly been threatened with torture and violence. All right, once again, the United States won that game yesterday, one to nothing. So, uh, which it, uh, I'm sorry, Team USA advances into the round of 16. They'll take on the Netherlands on Saturday, see if they can advance out of that. And that is sports with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. 822 now. Keep it here for the Hannity Morning Minute. Facing a devastating national rail strike. That's coming up. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Wichita's nationally recognized Marconi Awarded Radio Show. This is Stephen Tad on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 8.30 here on this uh, Wednesday morning at 20 degrees. Early reports of tornado damage overnight in Mississippi and Alabama suggest twisters wrecked numerous homes, destroyed a fire station, and ripped the roof off an apartment complex. More than 50,000 people without power. Forecasters say the Threat for supercell capabilities uh, are capable of all severe weather hazards. Continues in southern Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, and Florida Panhandle. And we're now receiving reports of at least two fatalities. The top transportation official in Kansas is stepping down. Transportation Secretary Julie Lorenz plans to return to private business. Her final day will be December 23rd. 
She plans to return to the private sector, says she's exploring opportunities. I'm talking to lots of firms and I will uh, make a decision later. But right now I'm really focused on between now and the end of the year, uh, wrapping up uh, a couple of projects and handing off to, to the staff. And we are well positioned for the future. Kansas Department of Transportation Deputy Secretary Bert Morey also announcing yesterday his plans to retire after 30 years. Sedgwick County citizens receiving their property tax bills to be paid by December 20th. Sedgwick County Commissioner Pete Meitzner tells KNSS News large increases in tax bills are not expected. It'll be interesting to know overall if, uh, in general, if things stayed pretty pretty steady. I think that was the was the hope. You know, we've had cases where you've, where we've experienced huge inflation on properties and then downsizing on properties. And it seems like this last year was fairly stable, but we'll see what what the feedback is from the citizens. Meitzner commented during his weekly chat with Steve at 10 in the morning on KNSS. A Texas woman pleads guilty to charges in connection with the disappearance of U.S. Army Specialist Vanessa Guillen. 24-year-old Cecily Aguilar waiving her right to a trial in the 2020 murder of Fort Hood soldier Vanessa Guillen, pleading guilty in a federal court in Waco, Texas, to one count of accessory to murder after the fact and three counts of making a false statement. According to court documents, Aguilar assisted Army Specialist Aaron Robinson in dismembering and disposing of the body in the woods. Robinson dying by suicide in July of 2020, the day Guillen's remains were discovered. A lawyer for the victim's family calling the guilty plea another step on the long path toward justice for Vanessa, my client, and her courageous family. Kristen Goodwin. Fox News. Gun deaths are hitting record highs in the U.S. The number of gun deaths has reached levels not seen in decades. A new study published in the Journal of American Medical Association Network Open shows gun deaths among women has been growing faster than that of men. The highest homicide gun death rates continue to be in young black men at 142 per 100,000 for those in their early 20s. The highest gun suicide death rates are in white men in their early 80s. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention last month reporting more than 47,000 firearm deaths in the U.S. last year, the most in at least 40 years. Rich Dennison, Fox News. And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. A cold area of high pressure is built into Kansas. That is bringing us a chilly start to our day. It'll be sunny throughout the afternoon with a high 42. Partly cloudy overnight, Tarlo near 30. Then we gradually start warming up tomorrow. Thursday will be windy with a high near 50, 67, and breezy Friday. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. And now a clear sky, northwest wind at 8 miles per hour and 20 degrees. 8.34, Stephen's head in the morning on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. It's that time of the day, entertainment news, The Blur with Ted Woodward. Ted? An actor known for roles on Matlock and Die Hard has passed away. Clarence Gilliard Jr., who had notable roles in Die Hard, Matlock, and Walker, Texas Ranger, and would later become a theater professor and author, has died at the age of 66. For film fans, Gilliard was best known as Theo Hans Gruber's cocky computer programmer in the 1988 Bruce Willis classic, Die Hard. Merry Christmas. The University of Nevada, Las Vegas College of Fine Arts, where Gilliard taught, made the announcement that he died following a long illness. Gilliard was a familiar face in the 90s, first playing private investigator Conrad McMasters on Matlock, then as Ranger James Trivet in the long-running series Walker, Texas Ranger. Michelle Polino, Fox News.
The 2022 Rockefeller Center Christmas tree will be lit this evening. The 82-foot-tall Norway spruce that's standing at Rockefeller Center has been getting a makeover, and tonight we get to see the results. The Rockefeller Center Christmas tree will be the star of its own special, lit with 50,000 LED lights on about five miles of wire. On top is the 3D Swarovski star that weighs 900 pounds and has 70 spikes covered in 3 million crystals. Performers for the tree lighting this evening include Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton, Alicia Keys, Dan and Shay, and the Muppets. The tree will be lit daily from 6 a.m. to midnight, with the exception of Christmas Day, when it's lit for 24 hours. In New York City, Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. Amy Grant returns to the stage after suffering injuries in a bicycle accident. I'm Michelle Polino. Another tender Tennessee Christmas. Amy Grant took the stage for the first time this past Saturday in Memphis, Tennessee, ever since a serious bicycle accident that put her in the hospital and forced her to cancel or postpone several months of tour dates. According to her team, Grant was riding a bicycle with her friend in August and hit a pothole. Even though she was wearing a helmet, she was knocked unconscious for 10 to 15 minutes. All shows scheduled for August were postponed. The start of her Christmas tour with Michael W. Smith, however, stayed on course. Christian Singer celebrated her return to the stage Sunday with a post on Instagram. She writes, after a season of healing at home, it was good to be back on the stage with Michael W. Smith, Michael Tate, and my musical family. She thanked everyone for their prayers. The Christmas tour with Smith runs through December 9th. Immediately after that, Grant begins a residency at the Ryman Auditorium in Nashville with her husband, Vince Gill. That's Fox Country on Fox News. Here we are on the final day of November. It's November 30th, and this is your Fox Daily Snapshot. Today is National Computer Security Day. Spyware, malware, ransomware. These are just some of the methods used by cyber criminals to exploit the security flaws in weak systems and to extort money from unsuspecting victims. So today is meant to remind us of the need to protect our online profiles. There are some easy steps to ensure your safety online, like making sure your passwords are not obvious and that only you or a very small circle of people know them. Secure your wireless network and install and keep running antivirus software. Also on this date, in 1487, the first German beer purity law is introduced by the Duke of Bavaria, which stated that beer should be made of three ingredients, water, malt, and hops. If it's your birthday today, you share it with legendary radio and television personality Dick Clark, born in 1929, and two-sports superstar Bo Jackson, born in 1962. I'm Tushar Saxena, and that's your Fox Daily Snapshot. Yeah, Bo Jackson is 60. <laughs> Boy, that one hit. Oh, ah. hey, we thought the Phantom of the Opera had run for long enough on Broadway. Yeah. Nope. The Phantom will keep showing up for a little while longer. Broadway's longest-running show, The Phantom of the Opera, has pushed its final curtain call eight weeks, so the show will continue, and instead of ending its long run in February... It will continue to raise its curtain to April. The decision made after a spike in demand for tickets last week, the show pulled in an eye-popping $2.2 million with a full house. When it closes, it will have played close to 14,000 performances. The musical, a fixture on Broadway since 1988, weathered recessions, war, and cultural shifts. It'll play its final Broadway performance April 16th. Michelle Polino, Fox News. Yeah, so that chandelier will keep falling from the ceiling for at least a few more months. I saw Phantom of the Opera on Broadway many years ago. Fun night. Good stuff.
Happy birthday today to singer-actor Mandy Patinkin. Speaking of Broadway, he's 70 today. He was in the original Broadway cast of the musical Evita. He's gone on to do a lot of TV and other Broadway work. Singer Billy Idol is 67 years old today, celebrating a birthday. Comedian Colin Mockery from Whose Line Is It Anyway? Funny guy, 65. Of course, those Whose Line guys were in Wichita at the Orpheum Theater within the last few weeks for a night. Uh, oh, one of your favorites, Steve. Actor and director Ben Stiller is 57 today. Mm, yeah. I like Jerry Stiller. I, I <laughs> love Jerry Stiller, too, his dad. Ben Stiller is 57. Former American Idol runner-up Clay Aiken is 44 today. Actress Kaylee Cuoco from The Big Bang Theory. She is 37 today. A very wealthy young lady. I like her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And model Chrissy Teigen is 37 years old today. So here's some of your birthdays here on the final day of November. All right, let's check out the late night crew. Let's hit James Corden on CBS. Twitter CEO Elon Musk is now at war with Apple, and it's playing out in a series of tweets. Yesterday, Elon Musk posted, Apple has threatened to withhold Twitter from its app store, but won't tell us why. Musk says Apple is threatening to remove the Twitter app from the app store, which is terrible news for the six people who still work at Twitter. He then went on to tweet, This is a battle for the future of civilization. If free speech is lost, even in America, tyranny is all that lies ahead. If the battle for the future of civilization depends on Twitter being in the app store, I think we've already lost, haven't we? Uh, good point. Uh, how about yeah. uh, Stephen Colbert? Oh, the uh, the soccer game yesterday cost oh, yeah, a yeah. lot of yeah. Uh, Stephen Colbert on CBS. President Biden got the good news after a speaking event in Michigan, and Joe was so pumped, he got back up on that stage to share the news. U.S. one, Iran zero. That's a big game, man. Well, I spoke to the coach and the players. I said, you can do this. They went, ah, oh, they're going to. They did it. God love them. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. God love you. You did it. Pop Joe, so proud of you kids. I got a whole tray of orange slices in the trunk of my Buick. Hop in. I'm going to Pizza Hut. Come on. Quite <laughs> a cheerleader. Same topic. Jimmy Fallon on NBC. Today, the U.S. beat Iran 1-0 to advance to the next round of the World Cup. Yes! USA! I just hope this doesn't ruin our incredible friendship with Iran. There you go. All right. This day in music history. It was 40 years ago on this day, Michael Jackson released his sixth studio album, little thing called Thriller. The album was produced by Quincy Jones. Jackson said he wanted to create an album where every song was a killer. Well, mission accomplished. There was a backlash against disco music at the time, so he went in a whole different direction. A mix of pop, post-disco, rock, funk, R&B pretty big album. They made it for only $750,000.
and it became the best-selling album of all time. First, it, it was Michael Jackson's first number one album atop really? the charts, which shocked me to hear that. Spent a record 37 non-consecutive weeks at number one during a span of 14 months from the winter of 82. Um, in, uh, from the yeah, from the winter of 83 rather into the spring of 84. Just amazing. Once it's a very challenging guy. Seven Weird, singles yeah. off that album, yeah. Yeah. all in the top ten, setting a record for most top ten singles from an album. Beat It and Billie Jean both hit number one. 32 million copies sold worldwide by the end of 1983. It became the best-selling album of all time. And it it was the number one selling album in 1983 and 1984. <laughs> it just kept going. Yeah. And it was a huge. It's still, it's still the best-selling album of all time. 70 million sold worldwide. It won eight Grammy Awards. That was a record. It, uh, including album of the year, record of the year, and the, the, and it's in, the, it's in the Grammy Hall of Fame, and the Library of Congress has it in the National Recording Registry. How about that? How about it? Yeah. The album Thriller by Michael Jackson today. It's celebrating its 40th anniversary. And that is Entertainment News with Stephen Ted in the blur here on KNSS. 844 now, Stephen Ted, and, uh, we've got the Wichita Business Journal update oh, on yeah. the way. China given green light to manufacture new aircraft that challenges Boeing and Airbus. That's coming up, Stephen Head of the Morning on KNSS. Ted on KNSS is brought to you by Mr. Electric. This is Wichita's number one talk, 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Steve's Ted in the morning, KNSS. 8.50 now. They're warmed up to 22 degrees. Three big things. Three. Basketball, Missouri 88, Wichita State 84 in overtime. Two. Severe weather across the southeast. 23 tornado sightings with damage reported and at least two fatalities now. One. Senate passes same-sex marriage protection bill. The measure moves on to the House. Stephen Ted on KNSS. And to look at our traffic update here on the Wednesday morning commute, we see really slow-moving traffic in the westbound lanes of Kellogg near 143rd Street East. Usually see that about this time in the morning, so that is a traffic slowdown there on the east side of town. KNSS traffic update brought to you by Joe Dubrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire. It's located downtown at Market and Waterman. You can also go online, carlstire.com. Your home for complete car care, Joe Dubrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire. Sunny today with a high of 42 degrees, partly cloudy and cool tonight. The overnight low, 28. Thursday, sunny and breezy. Tomorrow's high up to 50 degrees. Now a sunny sky, north wind at 12 miles per hour and 22 degrees. Celebrate a decade in Delano Saturday, December 10th from 11 to 7 at the Monarch with two new commemorative whiskey releases, special beers from local breweries and new merchandise. Celebrating 10 years at the Monarch. Stephen Thin in the morning here on KNSS. And uh, global shares were mostly higher ahead of a closely watched speech by the Federal Reserve Chief that may give clues about the future interest rate hikes. Markets also eyeing developments in China. 
Uh, on Tuesday, the Dow closed down by just three points, S&P up six, and the NASDAQ closed down 66 points. And this morning, the Dow is off about 67, s and down about a point and a half, and NASDAQ is up 36 points. And let's get a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal. One of the biggest defense wins in the history of Spirit Aerosystems set for its global debut. The Northrop Grumman B-21 Raider bomber will be rolled out Friday at an event in Palmdale, California. It's in partnership with the U.S. Air Force. The aircraft won't fly. First flight isn't expected until next year. The invitation-only rollout will give the aerospace defense industry its first look at the new American bomber in more than 30 years. It will also be a first look at Spirit's handiwork on the B-21, a program so secretive that, to date, the local suppliers' specific responsibilities on the program have not been disclosed. Two financial moves finalized just before Thanksgiving have helped Spirit Aerosystems make good on third-quarter vows to help shore up portions of its balance sheet heading into a slower-than-expected 2023. Spirit says it has closed on a $900 million debt offering, one it had previously increased by $100 million, while concurrently refinancing existing loans of $594 million. The narrow-body aircraft that China hopes will eventually break the duopoly enjoyed by Airbus and Boeing has been given the green light to begin mass production. That's according to a report from Reuters. China's aviation regulator has awarded production certification to the new C-919. That's China's homegrown passenger jet built by Commercial Aviation Corp. of China. And that follows type certification for the new airliner in late September, with China Eastern Airlines expected to receive the first C-919 before the end of the year. That's local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. Today is National Meth Awareness Day, the day to educate the American public about the effects of methamphetamine abuse on families and communities. As part of the initiative, it is hoped to increase awareness and decrease demand for the highly addictive drug meth, which has wrecked a lot of lives, been responsible for a lot of crime, and yeah, if you please, if you haven't tried it, we recommend that you do not. National Meth Awareness Day. What a big birthday today, uh, Bo Jackson, the uh, who played for the Royals, of course. Former slugger for the Kansas City Royals, and, multi-sport and, athlete. Yeah, and played pro football at the same time, which I don't know that his, I can't think of anybody for a Deion while. Deion Sanders also Deion, did it. Yeah. But there's and, not many guys that do. There have been some guys over the years that played baseball and basketball. Yeah. But not a lot of guys who played both football and, and, uh, and baseball. A multi-sport star at that level is yeah. very rare. Quick story on him. He at one time had, uh, well, he was in New York. He had hit three home runs in a row. And then they they left left there and came back to Kansas City. And his first time up in Kansas City, he hit number four in a row, which put him in the Pantheon. And I happened oh to be gosh. there that day. Whoa! And it just, it was a monster. It was a shot. Well, a lot of his were. He was he was something to watch. Great Not a lot of his that barely made it over the wall. Bo Jackson turned 60 today. Coming up, the Glenn Beck program this morning. Congressional leaders vow to avert a rail strike. And we've got KNSS News at 9 o'clock, top of the hour. Senate passing same-sex marriage protection bill. Hey, thanks for listening. Hey, we still got a minute to go. We do? Yeah. What am I, a minute ahead? You're a minute ahead. Well, the traffic has been interesting this morning. You had somebody going the wrong way at one point. You had a road rage. Yeah, we had a road rage up in North Wichita. We had a wrong way driver in the east side of town. An erratic driver going back and forth. Wow. Weird stuff. Oh, and one more thing. We've got a little bit of time here. I just wanted to mention that I I did get my old family truckster fixed up with new shocks in the back and a winterization. And just a reminder for you out there, 
winter's coming. If you can't feel it today, uh, you better make sure everything's copacetic on the car. Yeah, there, yeah, it's that time of year to think about stuff I, like I did that. Do, uh, they did a CarMax search, and I found out that my battery is is less than a year old, so I feel good about that. Don't like to replace a battery, but this is the time of the year when you may have to. So just a friendly reminder from Steve and Ted. Uh, while you're out there doing all your other stuff, you got to remember uh, winters are coming, and make sure the old family truckster is in good shape. All right, uh, top of the hour news, as we said, Senate passing same-sex marriage protection bill. That's on the way. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for Glenn Beck, the Dana Lash Show, and news updates all day. Stephen Ted in the morning, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS Wichita. We're looking for a high today of 42 degrees. Right now it's warmed up over the past hour, up to 22 degrees. Get Wichita Business Journal updates on KNSS, presented by Hefner's TV and Electronics.